Boom. Hello. Welcome to the Padded Room. My name is, is Darian. We're doing a serious show today. There'll be no music. None. Or, or uh, intros. There'll be no humor. There'll be nothing. Room Radio. My name is Darian. I am back for another episode of horror, horrible things, horror franchises, horror video games, board games, whatever the fuck you people want to talk about. I don't care. Buddy is in the house. Hey, what's up? He made it back. I did. God damn it. Yeah. We missed you last week. I missed you guys. No, you didn't. You yeah, I did. Sack of shit. I'd Mon- much rather have been here. Monica is not here. No, I she, swear. I come back and she leaves. Like, that's what? what it is. I'm convinced that you guys are the same person. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, she got some very bad news earlier today, inmates, so she yeah. is going to be possibly back next week. I'm not counting Hopefully. on it. Hopefully. Uh, I don't know. We're just going to play it by ear. Let's mm-hmm. all wish her the best in her endeavors, and if she feels like talking about it next week, we'll be here for her for that. Yeah. In the meantime, buddy... What's up with you, man? Oh, not much. Hey, don't go to the parks because a uh, a park ranger will tell you to leave. Oh, is that is that what's going on? Now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which park did you go to? I went to San Rafael Park. Yeah, and was just flying kites out in the wide open. You know where the balloon races are? Yeah, yeah, in the wide open. And they said, "Oh no, you can't be here." And, and even even us, we were not even we were more than six feet apart. Well, I mean, you know, because you're flying kites, so you right. can't be too close together. You know, right. don't cross streams. Right. And uh, so yeah, <laughs> we're like about. 15, 20 feet from each other. You guys can't be flying kites here. You have to leave the park. <laughs> Seriously? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. See, that's why I run. Right? Because I've seen the park rangers. They're a bunch of fat they, bastards. Yeah, they can't run. They're not catching me. <laughs> no. They're not catching me. Uh, one, once upon a time, there was like a wakeboarding competition at the at the marina. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they sectioned There's off. no waves. <laughs> well, they had like a whole thing. It was like a... I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But it, guys on jet skis and all that shit. Oh, okay. But like half the marina was this big event. Uh-huh. And I'm there training for a marathon, so I'm just running hot laps. Oh, yeah. I ran right through their event. Like three times, and each time uh, one of the security guards comes out and he gives me like a hey come here hey come over here and I just gave him a quick wave and kept right on running. <laughs> yeah. And then like the fourth time I come out, he comes out and gives me like a like a stop <laughs> stop like a, stop it stop it. And and I did like a, I did a football move on him and kept. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Like, oh. like ju- Juke him and I yeah. ran right through the event again. Uh-huh. And then I, after that, I'm like, he's gonna tackle me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or Tasia. Oh, yeah, I was two. like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call this a, a night, but that was funny. <laughs> well, well, still, you when you go around three, four times, that's almost two miles. Yeah, long, I mean, so. he's watching me, and he can see me. The, the Sparks Marina inmates is basically a big circle. Right. And we're here in Reno, Nevada. It's a landlocked state, so you probably have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But one lap around the Sparks Marina is exactly two miles. Almost two yeah. miles. Yeah, pretty well. I mean, if you hit the cove and all that shit, you do <laughs> yeah. it right. It's two miles. But uh, you know, I'm not I'm not breaking any speed records or anything. So <laughs> right. I run through the event, and there's no trees or anything. He can see me coming, like for the next mile. He's watching me going like on the binoculars. Oh, here's this guy. Here it comes. <laughs> and then you know he had plenty of time to get ready for yeah, me. I'm gonna make sure he stops this time. And I just did like a side side. <laughs> So I did like a swim move, huh? <laughs> yeah, and then he—I just kept right on going. Big <laughs> fat bastard, little alley oop, and just got to go. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, park rangers. <laughs> <laughs> right, right on, inmates. Uh, we got horror news, listener mail, all the usual fucking stuff that we do around here. How about we kick it off with a little horror news, buddy? Hell yeah, buddy McButterson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just made that up. <laughs> Are you, are you proud of me? No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> Mick no, you're Butterson. not even. Mick Butters. <laughs> Horror news. All right, Tiger, what do you got for me? So, Deadly Premonition 2 heads to Nintendo Switch July 10th. The long wait is over for those wanting a release for Rising Star Games and developer Toy Box Games. Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, was announced way back in September. Nintendo did the honors this morning with a new announcement trailer for the game, which sees the return of Agent Francis York Morgan. So get ready for that one. Sweet. Yeah. Never never played uh, Deadly Premonition I played the first one, uh, not very much, but it was all right. What system was that on? Um, I want to say that was original Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, new Goosebumps live action TV series is in the works. Okay. Yes, a brand new live action Goosebumps series based on R.L. Stein's best-selling books is in the works for a small screen, reports Deadline. The original series produced out of Canada aired on Fox Kids 25 years ago. I know. Yeah, isn't that Fuck. crazy? Yeah, I was alive for that. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. That's how old I am. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Old totally ass man. Us. Yeah. I think I was uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Maybe, yeah. Destroy All Humans. You remember that movie? I do. That was a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and a movie. It was a movie? Yeah, it was a movie also. Oh, okay. Well, it invades PC and consoles this summer. All right. Yes, big game news have been getting increasingly sparse with everything going on. Well, apart from certain massive leak anyway. But the season for reveals and release dates is upon us, and we now have confirmed of a particular release date we've been waiting for. The release of Black Forest Games' remake of comedy sci-fi adventure Destroy All Humans will be looming over the summer like a UFO over the White House as it attacks PS4, Xbox One, and PC on July 28th. Hmm. Okay. Yes. That was a fun game. Mm-hmm. I, did, I liked playing it. I yeah. hit it on PS2. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Kickstarter for Resident Evil 3, the board game, launches today alongside a free demo. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, Scream Factory bringing The Hills Run Red. Remember that movie? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> That's uh, so good. <laughs> um, I would say... I wasn't I, mad at it. Yeah, it's like a, a three out of five. I mean, it wasn't... It's yeah. not the worst thing we've ever seen. Right? It is all right. But it comes a Blu-ray with a crap ton of new bonus features. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, on June 16th. All right. Uh, Deadly Premonition 2 heads to the Nintendo Switch. You already said that one. Oh, I did say that one. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Got. See what I got here, you fucking crazy guy. Yeah. Uh, HBO was developing a Hellraiser series. Fuck yeah. Mike Doherty. Really? You, you recognize the name? It sounds very familiar. Trick or Treat. Yes. I'm into it. Oh, man. Uh, what he, I'm, I like Mike Doherty. I like uh, Krampus. Yes. Also did that one. I love his body of work, but here's what you need if you're going to bring... If you're going to do the Hellraiser franchise justice, Clive Barker. You and... Got, you got to bring Clive Barker. No, 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 no. I know what you nope. think. No, I know what you think. I know what, what you're about to say. You're about, to say. you're about to say Doug Bradley. No. What are you going to say? Nudity. Yes. There has to be, <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that's, that's... It cannot be sci-fi. PG-13. It's on HBO, so you know there's going to be a heavy sexual element. Right. I mean, I mean, or if you, tons of gore. If you look at the original Clive Barker work, uh-huh. The Hellbound Heart, fucking bonerific. Right? Right? Uh-huh. Julia, Frank, <sighs> the thing she would do for that dick, right? wow. Yes. Out of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't understand is Claire Higgins, because she is not an attractive young lady, Mm-mm. even by 1983 standards. No. But, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, maybe they'll bring somebody else. So let's keep our fingers crossed and our minds open to yes. Mike Doherty and his... Um, Vision of the Hellraiser series. Any release date? No, not yet. Not yet? No. Oh, man. In I development is what they say. All right. Uh, have you ever heard of a little group called Daft Punk? Yes. What do you think of them? You I like, like them? them. Yeah. They are going to be scoring Dario Argento's new movie, Black Glasses. Ooh. Now, um... So there's no instruments. Probably not. It's all syntho. Yeah. Computer stuff. Uh-huh. Which I'm cool with. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I'm all right with that. Right? Um... Here's the pro- here's one of the, uh, a slight moment of concern that I have is that the last three or four Dario Argento movies have not been very good at all. No, very psychedelic. Um, that Dracula adaptation with Rutger Hauer oh, made no. me want to punch myself in yeah. the dick. Not was, very good. I mean, it takes ball. If you're a director, if you're the director of the movie and you cast your daughter in there, it takes balls to tell her to get naked. And Asia Argento did get naked in that shitty fucking Dracula movie. Yeah. But it still wasn't that good. I mean, I, I like... I, I appreciate what he did. That wasn't but, the first time. Even since she was like 18 years old, he yeah. was putting her in his movies telling her to get naked. That's tough, man. That's rough. But that's Italians, you know. They got a whole other idea about sex over there. Yeah, I, I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to have my daughter play naked. I need Stunt some- boobs. Stunt boobs. Stunt boobs. Yeah, or I am not going to be viewing this scene. Somebody else is going to have to direct it for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know. It's, it's bizarre. I, I couldn't imagine that. It's bizarro. Um, I, I gave you my shutter password. Uh-huh. Have you been keeping track of it? Which one? Shutter. Just Shutter in general. Okay. Joe Bob's last drive-in show. Uh, okay. 
Are you watching? It just de- season two just debuted. Oh, did it? Yes. Oh, special guest uh, guest host Chris Jericho. Whoa! On the season opening. Wow. He uh, helped co-host their, you know, the little spiel for uh, Blood Sucking Freaks. Uh huh. He also made a music video tribute to the movie. Really? Which is now available to watch on Bloody Disgusting. You know, he has a heavy metal band. I did not. It's called Fozzy. Hmm. And I didn't know this. But, I didn't either. <clears throat> no, I knew. I mean, I knew about Fozzie, but he talked about it on the the Joe Bob's Last Drive-In. Uh huh. Fozzie was originally a cover band for Ozzy Osbourne. They called themselves Fozzie Osbourne. Wow. And then later on, as Chris got better at writing songs, they quit doing Ozzy Osbourne covers and just went with their own songs. And now they're just Fozzie. Oh shit! So how about that? How about that? Blood sucking freaks. Have you seen it? I want to say I have. It's such a weird movie. It's such a bizarro movie. If you're uh, in your if you're if you're in your adolescence, you can definitely crank one out to it because mm-hmm. it is heavy on the nudity. And oh the, yeah, the yeah, female yeah. Female sexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, watching it in your forties, you're kind of like, what the fuck is? Yeah. What is this? What am I even looking at here? Teen porn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pre- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, you can now purchase a life-size xenomorph standing at eight feet tall. No shit. Buddy, how much would you expect to pay for a life-size xenomorph? Okay, so what's it made out of? I have no fucking idea. Okay, well, okay, so if if it was life-size and to be as realistic as possible, figuring it would be either out of some type of metal or a plastic-ish... I imagine it's like a polymer... A polymer? Maybe I like would a say fiberglass. I don't know. Maybe five grand? You're a little low. No. This thing stands eight feet tall, just so you know that. Okay. And it's on its it's upright. You know what I'm saying? Is a okay, uh, is the tongue coming out of the mouth? I don't know. Pro, uh, I don't think so. <sighs> I I'm low. Eight thousand dollars. Oh shit. Eight thousand dollars for Damn, a life-size like, xenomorph it's sir. like a price of a cheap car <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> you're right you could probably do that for eight grand yeah uh i don't know man i feel like um i'm good <laughs> no what are you thanks. gonna do what do you do with a, a life-size xenomorph i know that's a really expensive statue to have out in your yard it is. and what's gonna happen uh, say say somebody gifted me how heavy is this thing uh, a life-size xenomorph my wife is gonna use it as a clothing rack i can tell <laughs> right, you right yeah. now she's gonna have things hanging off the the tail if, if i had that eight grand for if i like literally had this Thing. Thing for eight grand. It would not be in the front yard because I would be afraid somebody would steal it. I would have it probably in the backyard, but I'd make sure that at least anybody driving around the backyard would be able to see it because I want to show it off. What you do. Okay, hear me out. I wouldn't have it in the house. You put it in the garage. What? You get yourself a couple of fog machines. Okay? (laughs) Uh, It'd be great for Halloween. And (laughs) That's what I'm saying. And a strobe light. But that's a one-time year. Well, I mean, I know that. But still, you just you, you call all the kids over from the neighborhood, and you're like, you little bastards. You've been throwing fucking your football around, making a bunch of noise, and then you hit the garage door opener. <laughs> Come here. Come over here, you little shits. And you open the garage door opener. If you could, If you could put like a background soundtrack behind it, uh, there's not really an alien theme per se. Not really. But maybe just the alien xenomorph screaming. <laughs> Arnold yelling yeah. at it. <laughs> Arnold never yelled at the xenomorph. I know, but Buddy, you know. Come on. <laughs> It'd be great to have That's that. That's the predator. <laughs> How dare you. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Lastly, uh, Escape Room 2. Release date has been pushed back to New Year's Day 2021. I, yeah, I, I, you know, with everything that's going on, I can see that. That's actually only about three days that it was pushed back. The original release date was December, December 29th, yeah. 2020. Yeah. So, I don't know. Three days. Eh, yeah. It's fine. Maybe Paramount knows something that we don't about Hopefully. movie theaters reopening. So... It was a good show. I liked Escape Room 1. I'm excited to see where the franchise They, they goes. probably did that just because they wanted to make sure that what if everything was closed through the end of the year? That could be. That could be like All the, right, so fine. We'll put it at the beginning of the year. Right when the theaters reopen. Right. I like it. I'm still not going to go to the theaters. No. I don't know. Not I, for that movie, no. Well, I'm, I, you know what? I haven't been to a movie theater. The last movie I saw in a movie theater was Sonic the Hedgehog. I took my kids to it. That was like right before they shut down the movie theaters. Huh. Before that, I saw Dr. Sleep in the movie theater. Uh, and that was like two, two, four months ago. I don't know. But I mean. What was last time I went to a movie theater? It. It. And that was with us. Yeah. So I don't know that. I mean, it's like one of those things that you don't miss until it's gone. Yeah. Right oh, now, I tell you, I'm craving a movie right that's now. That's what I'm saying. In a movie theater. And I never go to the theaters because I work either. 24 hours a day. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never went to the fucking movies. And now that they're gone, I'm like, oh, I'm the popcorn. Yeah. Surround, Dolby surround sound. Yeah. Restaurants. Got, got my goddamn kids running in and out of the room screaming bloody murder while I'm trying to watch uh, whatever the fuck I'm trying to watch. Right? Oh, God. All right. That's it on the uh, horror news. You ready for some listener mail? You betcha. Hot stuff? Mm-hmm. Listener mail. Mm-hmm. We have one voicemail and one email this week, buddy. Oh, simmer hey, down now. Look out now. <laughs> um, let's get right into business over in Tokyo, Japan. Here comes Lonely Bob. Hey, what's up? Kevin is his name. Yeah. Uh, subject. Whoops. Uh, subject line: Challenge accepted. Oh. Hey, Monica, how about this core workout? Oh, he's got a link here. Oh, boy. It's going to be an Asian lady. Of course it is. I hope it is. Doing <laughs> some kind of a... I don't know. It's a YouTube link. And is it a mouth exercise? I hope so. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of ads here, Kevin. What are you doing? All right, here we go. Here's the real deal. Oh, look at you. Three-minute core training. Oh, Oh, there's a oh, soundtrack. Yeah. Look at that. Oh. oh. Cat cow pose is what it's called. Yeah, cat. there's the cat. And boom, there's the, the cow. cow. I like the cat better. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. what is that? Quadruped. Get it, girl. Oh, man. Okay. Right, <laughs> yeah, we're going to save this we're for gonna later. We're going to put that off for a second here. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Lonely Bob. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, hold on. And Darian... Check out the abs on her. Oh, really? Uh, there's another link. This one's going to Twitter. Oh, same, same person, huh? Oh, look at you. Uh, yeah. Same same young lady, I assume. Yeah, nice abs. I'm not looking at her abs. Oh, do they are nice? Very good, uh, Lonely huh. Bob. You get the gold star of the uh, episode that'd be, award. That'd be a great poster. 
If you're looking to get a divorce. <laughs> or if you want to answer some uncomfortable yeah, questions you from your put, kids. You just put that into the garage. Uh, <laughs> nope. Not doing it. Nope. Not going to do it. Thanks anyway, Kev. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, let's get to a voicemail here from the skullduggery of people that call into the podcast. The main man in Alabama. You got the fucking coronavirus. Don't you? Son of a bitch. I knew it. Padded room. What's up? What's, hey, what's up, Alan? Good? Yeah, good it's fine. The, uh, Wayne from Letterkenny, if people would call it your okay. show. Oh, wow. UA Boyle month ends. Uh, House of the Dead was the first one I saw by him, and oh, yeah, I didn't like him after that. Yeah, um, me neither, man. Yeah. Anyway, part two is better. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know what else to say. Like I said, hope everybody's doing good. Hope this coronavirus crap ends soon. Right. Me too. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. All right, Alan. Thanks for touching in, buddy. Thanks, touching Alan. In. Getting in on the touchery. Getting in. I, see, here's the thing about Uwe Boll movies. They all have like five, six, seven sequels. Right? Yeah. I've yet... Yeah. I, here's the problem, though. I watched the first one, and I'm like, fucking bullshit. Yeah, why would you want why to watch the second Why would I want to return one? to this shit storm? Yeah. I don't know, man. Alan says Second House says of the Dead is better. better. I don't know. I did, you, know you know what I did find? Hmm. There's another movie called oh. House of the Dead. Really? From 1972. Oh. It's an anthology about a dude whose car... No, a guy that's in town for a weird convention, and he goes to a mortuary... And the mortician is like walking him around and showing him all the dead bodies. Okay. Each one has its own little miniature horror story that goes with it. Wow. Considerably better yeah. than this like a, nonsense. Kind of like an anthology type of thing? That's or? just what I said. Yes. Yeah. Anthology. Correct. That's good. You would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Are actually you, sounds more interesting. It's way more interesting. It's actually public domain. I got it in one of these fucking boxes over here. <clears throat> Are you it. ready? To go live in the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Fuck yeah, let's do it. And talk some shit. Yes. About Uwe Boll. I'm ready to just talk some shit. The House House of the Dead. Another <sighs> video game adaptation. Yeah. Ugh. Here we go. Five teens looking for fun at a rave. On an island full of zombies, awful zombies, looking for one thing. I just want your flesh. They are everywhere. They are fast. They fight to the end and beyond. Best I reckon the story goes, there was once some crazy Spanish padre who was banished from Spain hundreds of years ago. Come closer, Captain. I cannot see your face. You know why I was banished from Spain. Your experiments are not of God. They say he murdered the crew of the San Cristobal 
enslaved the natives of this island and killed whoever came here ever since. Some say it still does. It was my fault! It was my fault! Were you here? Did you see it? Did you see me watch them rip her apart? It's not gonna happen again. We're gonna get out of here. Coming 2003. A movie based on one of the most popular video games of all times. The House of the Dead. That's right, inmates. We're talking about House of the Dead from <laughs> 2002. Uh, directed by Uwe Boll. Yes. Uh, written by Mark A. Altuna. Starring Jonathan Cherry, Clint Howard, and Jurgen Prochnow. Um We know Clint Howard. We love him. Ron Howard's brother. Uh, 976 Evil. Uh, that weird Ice Cream Man movie that he mm-hmm. was in. Uh, he, dude, if you need a weird looking kind of a guy for your movie... Look no further than Clint Howard. Right. He looks like a psycho. I'm sure he's a sweetheart in real life. I bet he is. But yeah. he looks like a psychopath. And if you need that guy, there he is. Hey, Natalie. Uh, speaking of uh, other psychopaths, Jurgen Prochnow. Yeah. You'll know him from In the Mouth of Madness. Mm-hmm. Do you read Sutter Kane? He was Sutter Kane in that movie. I don't know yeah. if you guys knew that or not. Um that's about it, really, for the star-studded rebuke of this film. Right. Um, now, if, if since we're, like, up to speed on the, uh, the Uwe Boll, we're going to recognize some faces here. Mm-hmm. Another guy that was in this movie, whose name you probably don't know, but whose face you'll recognize, is a dude by the name of Michael Eklund. Yes. He's become quite a genre actor in, in and of himself. Yeah. We'll know him from The Divide. I don't know if you guys have seen mm-hmm. any of those movies. Or that one movie, really. Uh, another one called Errors of the Human Body. Yeah. Which, while the ending is wildly depressing, is actually a pretty, pretty good, good show. Movie, yeah. And I don't know that I'd actually call that a horror movie. It's more like a weird... Sci-fi-ish. Bio-drama... Uh, human, human biology drama kind yeah. of a thing. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's a good show, though, if you can sit through it. Uh, he also appeared in Seed, which we yeah. covered earlier in the month. He was yeah. the um, medical examiner mm-hmm. who met with an untimely demise, of course. So this movie is based on a video game. The video game was made by the Sega Corporation in 1999. Video game was pretty fun. Yes, uh, it was. Back in... Uh, Many quarters in this like, game. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is one of those video games that we had back in the 90s where it actually came with its own... It, like Gun. Yeah, you had the gun, yeah. right? And you had to shoot the fucking zombies as uh-huh. they were coming at you. But this was one of the first ones that had like a pump action shotgun yes. that you had to fuck rack and rack the fucking... Yeah, and, and then, shoot away bah, 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 and then go back. And then when you were, ran out of bullets, you... Uh-huh. Racked it real fast, and then pop, 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 and it was fun. It was it like was. one of the first ones. Hey, uh, Jim's in the house. Hey, what's up, Jim? My wife put me in timeout. I can't listen to the show right now. Hey, better way to spend timeout. Okay, Thank well, you. I'm sorry about that, Jim. I don't know what you did to get put in timeout. But... Timeout goes with a good shot. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. Connor's in the house. What's up, Connor? Hey, Connor. So that is uh, that's what the game is based on. Now, or that's what the movie the movie is based on the game. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. This has very little to do with the video game. Yeah. The video game took place in a castle. We're going to a rave in the middle of the woods on an island. 
Yeah. So not a very big rating. None of the characters from the video game. Now, I never, to be honest with you, I never got that far into the video game because I would rarely go into an arcade with more than five dollars in my pocket. There was no rave in this game. In the I would arcade. imagine not. No, I would imagine wasn't. not. I beat the game and spent many, many dollars. On okay. Well, I'm glad you did it, but. Uh, for the most part, this movie has nothing to do with the video game, mm. except that throughout the movie, we're going to get cutscenes from the actual video game <laughs> I think that was the most in the part. movie, <laughs> yeah. which makes no fucking sense nope. at all. And not only that, but the, the cutscenes actually have like the, the character's life bars and their ammo counts at the bottom. Yeah. What the fuck is that all about? Uh, mm. I understand you want to be like true to the source material, but this is getting a little ridiculous, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be that true, you might as well use the characters and the setting in which we have d- done neither. Right. So other other than really buying the name House of the Dead and That's putting about it. Well, they put the Sega banner behind the rave. Oh yeah. And that did. was about All right, enough about that. No, I forgot about that. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. Really, it doesn't because this isn't <laughs> no. that good of a movie. Uh Ringmaster's in the house. Hey, what's, what's up? up Ringmaster? What's up the Ringmaster? Yeah. Okay. So, let's jump right into our movie. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. So, uh, we're going to start off with five kids going to a rave. Mm-hmm. We got two guys and three girls. Uh, via this weird... That's good odds. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh, via this weird um, kind of monologue that's taking place, this voiceover that we're, we're tuning into, uh, we're going to learn all about these five kids. Yeah. So, the two guys, we got Simon and Greg. Um both of these guys are clowns, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Simon is an underwear model. Uh, hey He didn't really... I mean, I'm not into dudes, but he didn't strike me as all that attractive. I guess he had a yeah. nice body underneath the uh, the shirt or whatever. Well, it's all about the underwear. I, I mean, yeah. yeah but he wasn't a face model. More to the point, the guy that played Simon could not act his way out of a paper bag. No. He had two expressions the entire movie. Confused and confused? Confused and mildly <laughs> worried. Okay, same thing. This is confused. <laughs> This is mildly worried. Oh, yeah, yeah. Confused? This is the whole... Worried. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's the as far eyebrows. as he went. That's what it was. I don't think he rose his... His voice didn't rise the entire time. It's like, no. hey, there's zombies chasing us. We better get out of here. Yeah, that was about right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, about, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then we had Greg. Now, if you guys tuned into last week's show, we, we did a movie called Alone in the Dark. Yep. We'll recognize Greg as the guy that played Miles in Alone in the Dark. Yeah. Again, small role. Mm-hmm. Um... Basically the same character. Hi, guys. I hope you guys are doing well. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. We're doing well. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Stop talking about sex. We haven't even started talking about sex yet, Connor. But that, uh, that you uh, Heather's it. in the house. What's up, Heather? <laughs> hey, Heather. We're not going to start talking about sex. Well, though, there is some sexy stuff coming. There is. So they're, tri- they're in the Pacific Northwest. We all know that uh, Uwe Boll loves the Pacific Northwest. Apparently, mm-hmm. he owns a restaurant in Vancouver right yeah. now. Good for him. Uh, and they're trying to get to this island rave somewhere, I assume, off the coast of Washington or maybe northern Oregon because it's all, you know, forest and greenery and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's cool. Uh, now, here's the problem. They keep saying that this is the rave of the year and they can't miss it because everybody's going to be at this rave of the year. And what Everybody. a huge crowd is going to be yeah. there. Huge. Okay. All right, so if the the rave is happening on an island, 
Okay, so we would think that there would be some kind of prearranged transportation to get to and from the island yeah. from the mainland. Ferries, something. These kids can't find a, a ride to the island, a boat. So well, they missed their boat ride. Right, they're a little late, but at the same time, you would think there would at least be some signage or some kind of a, hey, catch this boat, or no more boats going to the island or yeah. whatever. So, But they can't figure it They can't. They can't. They no. can't figure it out. So they come across this fishing boat uh, captained by... Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Okay. All right. Captain Kirk and his loyal uh, second in command, played by Clint Howard. Now, Captain Kirk is played by Jurgen Prock now. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, I think his name was Salvi or something like that. Something was, like that. Was uh, Clint Howard. So they're like, hey, man, we got to get to the island. We got this, this island over here. It's where the rave is going on. Can you give us a lift? And he's like, no way, man. I'm not going to that island. And... Uh, the underwear model, Simon, pulls out a big fat wad of cash, and he's like, how much is it going to... Pays him $1,000 to take him to the island. Man. That's a round-trip ticket. But... But... But uh, Clint Howard is like, no way, man. You know what they call that island? You know what the real name of that island is? It's Isla de Muerte. Island of the dead, if you don't speak Mexican. But it actually means North Island. Well, what they said was Isla de Muerte. Yeah, North Island. No, Norte is uh, is North. Muerte is death. Hmm. Buddy's had a couple shots, so <laughs> go easy on him. Anyway, uh, okay, so that's <laughs> that. That's the writing angle we're going with is <laughs> Isla de Muerte, the island of the dead. That's where you're, you're going to have your rave. All right, now let's just... <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. That's so. That's that's happening. As they're getting on the boat, uh, here comes the uh, harbor master, and she's like, "Hey, we're gonna inspect that boat." And he's like, "Hey, we got a lot of drugs in our backpacks and stuff." And the ca- captain Kirk is like, "I don't want the harbor master on my my boat, but we got to get the fuck out of here." So they peel off and leave the harbor master behind mm-hmm. and get to Isla de la Muerte. Which is just another Pacific Coast island, really. It's a, yeah. It's just a big forest island. Now, while that's going on, we're going to cut to Isla de Muerte, where the rave is happening. The rave of the year. Everybody's going to be there. Super rave. There's about 20 people 20 there. People. There's about 20 people there. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't actually look like they're having that much fun, to be honest with you. Uh, Biff Naked is the actual DJ. She played the DJ in the uh, the movie there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of chicks flashing their boobs, and Michael Eklund is there. He's playing like a film geek, and he's flash he's filming all the boobs with his camcorder. It's great. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're going to get to our sixth character, a guy by the name of Rudy. Now, we introduced our three female characters. We had... Hot blonde, mm-hmm. hot brunette, who mm-hmm. happens to be African American, and even hotter redhead. Ooh, okay, smoking. Their names don't really matter because they're all going to be dead in about five minutes. Yeah. Um, hot redhead happens to be the mm. ex girlfriend of Rudy, the guy that's already on the island. Okay. Now, the underwear model has a crush on hot redhead, but uh-huh. hot brunette has a crush on the underwear model. Greg, Miles from Alone in the Dark, and the hot blonde are already in a relationship. She wasn't really that hot to me. and Yeah, and it wasn't much of a relationship because, well, they're going to be dead in a few minutes anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That being said, uh, we cut to the island where the rave is happening. Everybody's having a great time. There's an Asian young lady. 
that is wearing an American flag, like monotard, and she's dancing, having a great time. Two of the people kind of at weird. the rave decide that they're going to walk off into the woods and have sex. Yeah. Unfortunately, the young lady who wants to have sex with the young man chose the only gay guy at the entire rave. <laughs> That's going to be a bit of a problem because she okay. takes him down to the beach, undresses, and he's like, follow me, follow me. Eh, I don't know, man. That water's cold. That water's cold. I don't want to have sex with you. Blah, 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 blah. She I'll was, lay here. She was hot. Uh, she goes skinny dipping for a few minutes, and then she's like, ah, oh, you're not going to... You're not going to fuck me? And then she comes out of the water, and he's gone. He's gone. There's bubbles below There's the bubbles. Now, this is where we get a little allusions to some zombie action. Because mm-hmm. there's like... We get this... There's like three clips that we get on a constant loop throughout this movie. One of them is like zombie legs running running by real fast. And mm-hmm. another one is like teeth gnashing. <laughs> Apparently, that means zombies, right? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, we got to show some kind of action here. <laughs> okay, zombies. Zombies is what it's that means. Either that or somebody's trying to take a shit and it's not going so well. Yeah, not well at all. Summer's in the house. What's hey, up, Summer? Summer. So that's pretty gnarly. Um, <laughs> she comes out. She's naked. She's trying to find the guy. Mm-hmm. About this time is when we see more legs running through the woods, and that's that. Yeah. We don't know what happens at the rave, except but she comes out and he's gone. Yeah, that's it. And there's like yelling and screaming. None of that matters just yet. But now we're going to cut back to the boat where Clint Howard, the Igor to our Captain Kirk, gives a topless uh, hot blonde a cross necklace. And he's like, there is evil spirits and this will protect you from the evil on Isla de la Muerte. Which has nothing to do with the rest of the film. Has nothing to do with none of this. (laughs) None of it. There's a lot of shit that I'm glazing over here that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Right now, I'm about uh, 19 minutes into this pod, Uh well, into the live show. Uh, This is about a good 40 minutes of the movie, and I just ran right through it. Yeah. So that being said, they finally get to the island. Now it's nighttime. Uh, they get off the boat and they just go walking off into the woods because Mm -hmm. there's no sign... Again, there's no signage. There's no trails. There's no nothing telling them to go uh, this way or that way to get to the rave. So I guess they're just following the sound of EDM. All right. All right. Sure. Why not? Uh, Assuming that EDM is still playing, which Mm -hmm. is not necessarily a given. Uh, The captain at this point is like, oh, shit, that fucking harbor master is right behind us. And we have some... uh, illegal goods on this ship so let's yeah. uh, go ahead and get them off this ship before she catches us and then mm-hmm. we'll walk away scot-free so excellent mm-hmm. uh he sends clint howard to the shore in like a zodiac raft with a bunch of boxes of some kind of illegal material mm-hmm. he's hanging on the ship waiting for clint to get back now we cut back to our teenager well 20s ish teenage our ravers our rave partiers uh, they go to the rave, they find it, and now the, it's Nobody there. just a fucking shit show. There's mm-hmm. like garbage everywhere, not a soul to be seen, everybody's all fucked up. Well, there's n- nobody there, but nothing, there, there's nobody, there's like no EDM going on. And they're like, whoa, we got the whole party to yeah. ourselves. A yeah, it's, this is awesome. Yeah. So Greg and the hot blonde decide they're going to have sex there on the spot. Why which not? immediately causes hot blonde, or uh, hot brunette. Hot redhead in our underwear model to be like, let's go walk off into the woods because we don't want to watch these two have sex. Right. Mind you, there's plenty of like tents around and they actually make their way into a tent. Mm-hmm. 
for some privacy in which to have sex, which makes sense. Okay, so at that point, Greg and the hot blonde go to the tent to have sex. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, um, I would say, probably less than 30 seconds away from achieving penetration when Greg pops up and says, Oh, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta take a piss! I gotta pee. Shit! Now, I'm not gonna bog you down with the details of male biology, but needless to say, for our female watchers and listeners out there, once the boner is engaged, the piss valve gets shut off. Yep. So, th- again, this is a problem in the writing. But Greg goes hauling ass out into the woods to take a piss. Uh, about that time, uh, Hot Blonde, who's in the tent, starts seeing like zombie dudes running around the outside of the tent. And hearing noises. Now, we get the silhouettes of the zombies, mm-hmm. but they're not really all that enthusiastic about actually getting into the tent. No. Which is strange, considering the amount of screaming she's doing. Yeah. What they're really doing is like weakly pawing at the canvas mm-hmm. and like doing like weird hey we're gonna get you shadow puppets we're gonna get you yeah. in that tent yeah shadow puppets but not right now we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna draw this let me call my friends and then we're all gonna we're gonna get you in there wait for it but then nothing i mean wait for we it. don't get to see what happens no. With the blonde, mm-hmm. but you know, there's like a lot of pawing, Blair Witch esque pawing at the tent. Yeah. Can I come in or no? Look, Are you busy? I'll come back later. No problem. Mm-hmm. Well, come on, guys. She's busy in there. We're going to come back later. So that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Now we're going to cut back to the other three kids who have just decided to wander off into the woods. Mm-hmm. What they come across is a old school cemetery. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And this weird house right in the middle of the cemetery. It looked pretty cool. It was pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, curious though, throughout this cemetery and all around the outside of the house, there's a bunch of torches burning. Yeah. No cause for concern there. No uh, curiosity as to what the fuck. Why no, there's part of the rave? You it, know? Well, I mean, it's a cemetery. <laughs> Why wouldn't they have torches burning yeah. on a abandoned island? Ilo de la muerte. Well, you know, there's that. There is that. These are just. I'm just posing some queries. Uh, naturally, this piques their curiosity, so they decide they're going to go into the house. Why not? They go inside, and they get, immediately get accosted by Rudy, who is Redhead's ex-boyfriend, and Michael Eklund, our film mm. geek. And they're like, "What the fuck? You guys are zombies!" And they're like, Scare "Zombies." Us. What are you talking about? And Rudy's got like an axe and Michael Eklund has like a camcorder and he's like, are you guys zombies? Answer the question, true yeah. or false? They're like, no, we're not zombies. What the fuck are you guys talking Watch about? Watch this. So he plays the footage back on his little uh, handy cam and we basically get to see the rave get attacked by zombies. Yeah, I told you there was zombies. They're zombies. It's true. Now, mm-hmm. okay, so these are supposed to be zombies. Now, we have a variety of different zombies here. Mm-hmm. We have ranging really from like uh zack snyder dawn of the dead zombies that are coming at you at a full sprint to more of a laissez-faire kind of burial mound zombies that just kind of mope around really and the inconsistency here is going to pose a bit of a problem but not just i mean it's an issue but not a real issue just yet and jumping zombies damn facebook keeps kicking me out (laughs) sorry odd mother uh I think we're about to get shut off, is what that means. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good sign. We are offensive. Come to find out. Yeah, that's what happens when you listen to us. I tell you, we will offend you if you're a <laughs> slow-moving zombie. Prepare to be 
offended. offended. Both of you people. I don't. If anybody out there is watching, uh, so that being said, it's kind of a problem. But yeah. Michael Eklund is like, oh, he's like the film geek. So he's like, oh, these are like, so these aren't even Romero zombies. These are super fast zombies. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? The late late horror shows in the house. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going Thank on? Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I painted my wall black. I don't know if anybody noticed. Uh, so that's fun. Junior's in the house. What's hey, up, Junior? Junior? So. That now we know what we're up against. We're up against zombies. So the three hot chicks and uh, the underwear, they're like, hey, we got to go back to the rave and get our friends. They're in a tent over there trying to have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. So let's go back and get them and save them from the goddamn zombies. They're like, right. oh, fuck, we're not leaving this house. There's goddamn zombies out there. Eventually they talk them into it. So And there's another character that we meet here young lady by the name of Liberty. She was our token Asian that was dressed in the American flag monotard situation. So they all go back to the rave. Uh, rave is still pretty much abandoned. Uh, they see one of those uh, Sandy huts tipped over on its side, and it's like kicking and moaning. So they're like, <laughs> they're, the either heck? there's a zombie in there or something weird is going on. Or it's a live turd. So they, it could be a giant turd. It could <laughs> yeah. be a turd monster. <laughs> Actually, which would probably make this movie a little little bit bit better. better. (laughs) So they flip it over, and uh, Greg comes spilling out. Now you're like, okay. (laughs) It's it's Greg. It's Greg. Uh, He's got a couple of poop stains on him. But (laughs) the problem I have here, and I don't mean to be a stickler here, but Greg had like a perfect poop circle right on his forehead, Mm -hmm. which to me says that Greg got in there, took the poop, and did like a smear on the forehead what's up with greg all of a sudden what kind of weird stuff is greg into he was nanoseconds away from being balls deep in a hot blonde chose instead to go to the porta shitter where he's coming out with a poop stain on his forehead well you really had to be for no apparent reason i think greg is into like scat play or something like that i'm a scat man he is a scat man i think he was wanting to get in like down like down into the pooper so that he like with one of those waterproof gopros or something like i'm gonna get some assholes i don't know man it's weird greg gets out and he's like oh what's happening i was taking a shit and somebody knocked the port the port of shitter over on me like dude there's zombies on in the rave happening right now we got to get the fuck out of here he's like okay let me grab hot blonde over here so they go looking for hot blonde uh they find the tent in which they were about to have sex Open it up. Hot Blonde, who's now a zombie, of course, comes charging out and tackles Greg. And she's like, I'm going to bite you. And she's like, you know, wrestling him to the ground. Um, It's looking like Hot Blonde is going to eat Greg here for a second. But then her head explodes. Boom. Boom. And you're like, what the fuck happened here? Turns out our Harbor Patrol agent was lurking in the woods and watching this whole scene unfold. And thus shot hot blonde in the head great shot by the way. okay now let's talk about this scene for a minute because yeah. this is writing problem number 213 of this movie mm-hmm. greg's reaction to his girlfriend getting her dome split in front of him not too bad now <laughs> like, oh finally no 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 We're, there's there's some dialogue here but it doesn't necessarily make sense so Greg's there. Uh, he just got uh, knocked over in the porta shitter. He was about to have sex with the hot blonde, who he established earlier in the movie as being his long term girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, she comes charging out and kind of attacks him, but more like in a weird kind of. I don't. They're like rolling around on the on the ground, he and then did stink. He did, but she. 
and then gets shot in the head. And then that's when everybody's like, well, she was a zombie. And Greg's reaction is, oh, well. <laughs> did anybody see what happened? That's it. Yeah. That's that's his his re- immediately after that he's he's a okay. Yeah. He's so either he didn't particularly care for her that much, or like my original theory, Greg was secretly gay, or into scat porn or weird poop play. Or maybe she just wasn't that great. In I mean, that. she was a bit of a nut nut sack, if yeah. you ask me. I don't know, man. Uh, regardless, that's kind of stupid. So at this point, we have our harbor master. She's like, "Okay, something weird's going on here on this island. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get back to the. To, we need to get the fuck out of here. My boat is down at the docks." And they're like, "Oh, that's cool. Uh, Captain Kirk has his boat down at the docks too. Why don't we all go tie, hightail it down there? Get mm-hmm. on his boat." So you're like, yeah. "Okay, perfect. Let's do that." They get down to the docks. About halfway down there, they get split up. But right about now, we're going to cut back to Captain Kirk on the ship. Now, Clint Howard has failed to come back. Mm-hmm. He was hiding the mysterious illegal goods there on the island. Yes. Uh, zombies are now up and about, and we know that because we keep getting this goddamn horseshit footage of running legs and gnashing teeth. Yes. So, I guess we're uh, meant that... They're on the prowl. That's what that means, yeah. is that there are zombies on the island, and they are... Getting closer. I think they're doing cardio. I think they're just oh, running yeah. hot laps around the ar- island. How do I know you're not a zombie? I do a lot of cardio. Yeah. I don't gnash my teeth a lot, though. <laughs> oh, and well, other a- than like when I'm eating <laughs> ribs and stuff. Riding a thunderstorm and hope we don't get a tornado in the process. Sharon. Oh, hope not. Let's get into the oh, basement, shit. Sharon, just to be on the safe side, okay? Yeah. Nobody wants a tornado. You and me in the basement. Mm. You and Buddy in the basement. I'll be upstairs watching TV. <laughs> Call me when you're done. Uh, so that's kind of stupid. Uh, but anyway, we all have all, despite the fact that other than um, Hot Blonde, we at this point have not actually seen a zombie in this movie. Right. But we're all just going to sign off on this nonsensical zombie theory about them being on the island. Mm-hmm. So we decide we're going to follow the harbor master, which makes sense because she is a uh, police officer, sort of. So we're going to follow her down to her boat. And then we're going to, she's going to take us to the captain's boat. They're going to get on the captain's boat. She's going to get on her boat and we're all going to hightail it out of here. Sounds good. About halfway down there, they do actually get attacked by zombies. Right. They get split up. Uh, Everybody except for the underwear model makes it like to the beach. Mm -hmm. The underwear model, who apparently has like real good cardio, just goes hauling ass straight down the pier. Yeah, run. Jumps in the water and starts swimming for Captain Kirk's boat. Man. Now, Captain Kirk is on the, on his boat. The harbor master is on the beach, and they just start shooting at the zombies as they're jumping in the water after the underwear model. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool, but at the same time, this is takes up like a five-minute chunk of the movie. is just a lot of weapons being discharged, yeah. and zombies kind of doing that 80s, you know. Remember, remember in the 80s action movies when the guy would get shot with a shotgun and he'd do one of these? Yeah. It's a good thing I don't have boobs because they'd be flying all over the oh, place man. right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty hot. Uh, so <laughs> that's pretty st- – the underwear model makes it like halfway to the ship and then zombies. So he turns around and goes back to the beach where everybody uh-huh. else is. And then Captain Kirk comes to the beach and he's like, what the hell's going on here? Like everybody's dead. Zombies mm-hmm. running around this fucking place. We don't know what. So this is where we get a, a pretty stupid flashback sequence. This part is really dumb mm-hmm. because uh, what we're gonna what we're gonna say Captain Kirk knows like the whole history of this fucking 
Island. Yeah. And apparently what happened was somehow, if this makes any sense to anybody, no. uh, this island was used as a Spanish penal colony. Mind you, oh. this island is somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Yes. Now, I'm not a, a history buff. It's a Spanish northwest south america versus pacific northwest a little bit of a gap there but but you know what i don't want to be a stickler for details i'm just putting it out there that that's kind of weird now here's the the even more fun part so uh apparently they were transporting a big criminal to the uh uh penal colony here Uh in the pacific northwest uh guy was doing like weird experimentation that the spanish crown was not cool with what was the name of the guy you ask Castillo Hermano, which literally translates to Castle Brother. (laughs) Castle Brother. Castle Brother. Castillo Hermano was his name. Hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not a stickler for the fucking details, but do you think somebody on the set spoke Spanish and could be like, hey, that's a silly fucking name, dude. Can we, how about Juan Lopez? How about we go with that? Domingo uh, Fernandez. That may, that sounds better than Castillo Hermano. <laughs> Castle brother. Okay. All right. Whatever, man. Whatever. It sounds exotic. So yeah. sure, sure. Let's, why not? Let's just go with it. So we get this cool flashback about this with this necromancer type of a dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like a Billy Zane knockoff. Yeah. Choking out the captain, and uh, you know now the the legend of the island is that he's still alive and he's. Doing experiments and shit on the island. So, good for him. All right, well, that's stupid. Uh, now we cut back to modern day, uh, where Captain Kirk is going to reveal the boxes that he has hidden on the island. They're all filled with guns, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, exce- underneath cigars. Yeah, underneath cigars. Uh, which is, this unfortunately leads us to an even stupider part of the movie, where all of a sudden these five college kids suddenly turn into weapon experts. Oh, yeah. Okay, and we know that because we have to identify each weapon as it's picked up. And it's... Uh, who's using it? Who's using it, what its magazine capacity is, what its firing ratio is, what kind of bullets it takes. Yeah. We get like a whole backstory i'm more interested in the guns at this point because these characters are fucking stupid yeah uh but apparently they hardly ever showed the asian lady uh i mean she did well we'll get to that because she gets some screen time but she in a does, in a very rate not when they were passing out the weapons in a very racist way which <laughs> yeah. uwe bull is known for being a racist so we'll get to that in a second now don't throw that word around lightly we'll get to we'll get to just hold on now we're getting there so this part is pretty stupid. We get the the whole rundown on the weapons. Um, everybody's now like fully armed, so rock and roll. At this point, uh, the harbor master, who's this little blonde lady, goes to Greg and she's like, "We got to go back to my ship and, and radio for help." Greg, you're with me. Everybody else, go back to the weird funerary uh, home in the middle of the uh, rave. In the, no, in the middle of the graveyard, and hold up there. Mm-hmm. So Greg and the harbor master go hauling ass through the woods. Naturally, they get attacked by zombies. Greg doesn't make it. Mm. And this part is even dumber. Well, she tells him to run. It's like, really? Well, you're uh, supposed to be you're supposed to be protecting him. Yeah, but I don't If you're if you're looking for something that makes sense in this movie, <laughs> don't. 
Don't even do it. Right. Uh, so here's the. <laughs> so they go. They actually make it to her ship. Unfortunately, her like partner or whatever is not there. Nope. Naturally, he's been zombified somewhere mm-hmm. off in the woods. He's a big fat guy anyway. Uh, so Greg gets taken down and killed on their way back. Now here's a weird part of the movie, and I don't understand this either. Whenever one of the characters, one of these main character guys, is killed, we get like a bullet time. Uh, like slow mo shot of them, as if to say, check this guy off your list because he's dead. So yeah. Greg gets taken down and eaten by zombies, and then we immediately cut to like a slow motion shot of Greg in bullet time, like, and then the camera goes like Matrix style, mm-hmm. as if to say, this guy's done. This guy is like dead. we couldn't figure that out by watching him getting eaten by fucking zombies, right? He has been eliminated. <laughs> you might as well just put it on the screen. This guy's dead. Put yeah. it in sub, like at the bottom of the screen. Hey, Greg is dead, so <laughs> don't even worry about him anymore. All right, she makes it back to the group, who is just on the point of going to the house. Mm-hmm. And by on the point, I mean they're like at the edge of the graveyard, and they're all loading their weapons and get ready, getting ready for this big rush to the house because they have to cross the graveyard to get inside the house, quote-unquote, house of the dead. This mm-hmm. is the dumbest part of the fucking movie. And I would love to be like an um, apologist for this, this movie, but we're, we're about to get into about a 15-minute segment of people walking across a graveyard shooting guns and like throwing like roundhouse wheel kicks and throwing grenades Grenades. and uh, techno music playing in the background and uh, hitting zombies with shovels. If if, flares, flares, there's flares for some Mm. fucking reason. (laughs) Uh, That's for in case they, uh, in case it gets too dark, they <laughs> I guess. start wandering off in different directions. I don't know. But the best part <laughs> is that if you watch this ridiculous fucking montage carefully, you'll notice that there's one zombie standing in the middle of all of this mayhem, holding a stick like this, like over his head, like I'm gonna I'll throw it at almost you. like I'm gonna chop wood or something. Like throughout the entire 12 minute segment, he just stands there like this and uh-huh. he's looking around. At different guys, and th- that's all he does. That's he just he stands does. there with his stick, looking around, like, back and forth, like, who am I going to hit with this stick? I don't even know. There's so much. I am so pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I could literally hit any of you guys with this stick at <laughs> any I'm moment. Not. I'm just going to hold it I can't there. even decide who I'm going to hit with this <laughs> stick. That's how mad I am at you guys right now. <laughs> right. It is so stupid. And this is where the racist stuff comes in, because uh, Liberty, who is the token Asian young lady, um... At this point, uh, who has apparently not chosen or been given a firearm, decides she's just going to start throwing kung fu yeah, at the not? zombies. Yeah, I mean, you have a hot Asian chick. Why bother? Hot. Why bother giving her any kind of depth? Depth as character, right? Let's just make her a kung fu specialist. Yeah, she doesn't need a weapon. No, no, she's dead. She was at a rave. She's wearing yeah. a, an American flag monotard. Right. Clearly, she knows kung fu. I'm gonna American flag you to death, and that's what she does. Yeah. She uh, in her her disco boots that are like nine yeah. nine inches tall. She just starts throwing wheel oh, kicks man. at zombies and stabbing them in the head. Naturally, she gets killed. So we get that slow motion bullet time thing of her. <laughs> Which is stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't. 
I can't tell you how how mad I am at this this particular part of the movie. The movie in and of itself is bad, but I'm not mad at the movie as a whole except for this part because this, like I said, is a good 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just these guys walking across maybe 25 yards worth of cemetery, yeah. randomly discharging weapons and throwing grenades. Like crazy. Uh, and if you didn't know this movie was dumb enough, you get you know that that thing that stuntmen use where they step on it and then it it's like a springboard right you can see that shit oh, clearly yeah. with the zombies you see it and then it pops right up and then they or go flying they through the fucking air like it's you can see the fucking springboards in the movie in the movie they yes, didn't even can. bother to cover that shit up well, is what i'm telling like you but you can still see it when it pops up <laughs> yeah. there's the fucking springboard hey, there it is. that's not an explosion it's a fucking springboard man <laughs> fuck off with this uh it starts off with like a rap montage and they there's a shitty house of the dead rap that is going on when you see me in the house of the dead will house you bear dead. witness and the boom, boom, boom and then about half at once this is how long the segment takes we actually go all the way through the house of the dead rap which is like five to i don't know four or five minutes mm-hmm. and then from there we cut to a techno song this is a two song montage is what i'm telling you yeah there are two complete songs that play during the stupid shit 25 meter walk through a fucking cemetery <laughs> right do you not how does that even happen you cannot come okay the, what this is is that uh we wrote a script it was probably about <laughs> 40 minutes long so we filmed the script and then we said oh shit we've got another 20 to 25 minutes to fill montage how many songs build that bring back that cemetery set we got to fill this this time somehow so bring back the zombies and the the springboards with the same zombies like flying out dude i swear to god i saw the same zombie get his head shot off at least six times (laughs) right at least six times that's just in this montage Uh i'm sure he got killed a couple more times out in the woods somewhere right all right that's fucking stupid so summer will that would summer knows what, what we're talking about uh it's stupid man so eventually they make it into the house uh, this part is really dumb because instead of actually going into the house, they all just kind of clump together around the front door. Yeah, let's just and hang out. They keep shooting the zombies, and they're like, "We're running out of ammo." Yeah, we <laughs> but, are, but they're not running out of ammo. But they, I'm on my last magazine. But are you okay? Maybe we should go the fuck inside then. The door is right here. All right. right, It's stupid. Oh, but we can't go in because if we blow the door, then the zombies get in. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, Rudy and the uh, harbor master find like a window and they climb in. Unfortunately, uh, these harbor, these zombies like know how to use tools all of a sudden and like fire axes, things like that. Oh, no. Tim's in the house. Hey, what's up, Tim? Summer, zombie movies are your favorite. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Not House of the Dead. No. House of the Dead is not your favorite. I'm talking about the 2002 Uwe Bowl opus. And I use that term loosely. Avoid this one. I don't, I, I'm not mad. I am mad at it, mm-hmm. but... I'm telling you why I'm mad at it right now. And I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to keep my blood pressure under a certain level as we get. All right, so they get inside. Unfortunately, the harbor master gets her legs cut off. Now we just okay. We just established 
via the harbor master getting her legs cut off with a fire axe, mm-hmm. that these zombies can, in fact, use tools. Which yeah. brings me to my next problem with this movie. Hmm. Once they get in, they barricade the door. The zombies can't figure out how the fuck to get in. They have fire axes and crowbars and shit. And they know how to use them because they just cut off the fucking fire master or the harbor master's legs. They got stupid real fast. I th- oh. <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay. Work through it, Darian. I know. <laughs> right. Believe it or not, Summer, Summer, this is actually very therapeutic to me because mm. I've been screaming about this movie for a long time. <laughs> All right. So anyway, they get inside. Uh, Rudy, who was with the fire master, has like a very cathartic moment. You didn't have to see her die. You don't know what that's like. So at this point, we're down to um, Rudy, underwear model. Um, hot blonde, no, hot brunette, sorry, and hot redhead. Yeah. Uh, Captain Kirk also gets wounded grievously. And here's another fun fact for you. The underwear model, he, uh, at one point got spat upon by one of these zombies. Oh, and what happened? And this is where we get another fun fact about these ass clowns. What? They have xenomorph acidy spit. No, not these zombies. Where the fuck does that come from? They have acidy spit. They hawk one on on uh, the underwear model's face, and all of a sudden he's got like burn marks. Ugh. So now we get another cathartic moment from uh, the underwear model, Simon. He's like, "I'm the fucking elephant I'm man. I'm never gonna work I'm again. <laughs> look at me, I'm uh, so sad. No, no, hey, look at this ugly fish I got right here. I'm and then a freak, I should be in a circus. Yeah, you should." <laughs> <laughs> and then hot brunette is like oh honey no i think you're still sexy oh give me give me some kisses blah, 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 blah. so that's all well and <laughs> that's happened that's it yeah that's what <laughs> that, that's an actual quote from, yes. <laughs> from the movie you're so pretty hot to me <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually do that <laughs> that would have made the movie a lot better if i would have <laughs> Give me some sugar baby. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, you got some maturing to do. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Would you grow up? Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, so now they're all inside the house. And this is where things get even dumber because they're in there. Uh, Captain Kirk is like, he's bleeding. He's got like internal wounds and his mm-hmm. intestines are out. So like, oh, he's not going to make it. He's probably going to turn into a fucking zombie. Yeah. Hey, let's go explore the house. They go like right through the entry entryway and make a quick left. And that's where we find our bizarro bohemian uh, biochemistry lab. Yeah. Okay, what the fuck, man? Now, the the flashback footage we got was from like the early 1800s. In a boat. In a boat. Okay, I'll buy... I mean... Yeah, I get that. No, I won't. I, I won't buy the Spanish uh, penal colony thing, but since you're forcing me into this position... <laughs> you're gonna have to. With this nonsensical script, sure, I'll sign off yeah. on it, just for the the sake of making sense. But we go to the weirdo biochemistry lab. There's fucking microscopes and Bunsen burners and, like, weird shit floating in tubes. Mason jars full of weird stuff. Where the fuck did all this come from? Is this guy getting shipments of biotech? The, Castillo Hermano, the castle brother? Right. He's getting shipments of, like, what did he take over a fucking high school biology labs at some point he must have all right 
we've just officially crossed into the realm of stupid. Well, I mean, we were already we're there, already there yeah. but at th- this is about the point where I go, I can't sign off on this shit anymore because it doesn't make any fucking yeah, they sense. they just keep adding stuff. But this is even better hmm. because Rudy walks right in, he starts looking around, finds himself one of these microscopes and starts fiddling with it, and he's like, he's a genius. He found a way to make blood regenerate itself. What the how fuck would is... He even know? How would Rudy... Rudy was going to a rave 25 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does he know about blood work or any of that shit? <laughs> These cells are just multiplying. Okay. Well, how would you even know? Okay. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. That could have easily been fixed with one line of dialogue. Hmm. My name is Rudy. I work at the... Uh, DNA labs of uh, the Umbrella Corporation or something like that. We didn't get any of that. No, no. We just have to sign off on this fucking hair gel cretin knowing, know something. knowing something about cellular structure all of a sudden. Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. At this point, I've taken my thinking cap off and uh, <laughs> literally <laughs> I put it in the other room. I don't even want to look at my thinking think cap. About don't even show. don't even think about it. Mm. See some fucker messing with biology kills everyone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, You're yeah. exactly right, Summer. Yep. All right, so that's what happens. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, he knows all about it. Uh, about this time, he, we bring everybody else in. Mm-hmm. Captain Kirk upstairs hears Ron Howard, or uh, Clint Howard moping around, whistling his little tune. So he goes out there. Clint Howard's a zombie, of course. Mm-hmm. Clint Howard eats Captain Kirk. That's the end of that dude. Yeah. Inside, I'm not going to let you be a zombie. It's supposed to be a tearjerker scene. Yeah. It's not. At this point, we're down to two couples. Mm-hmm. We have Hot Redhead and Rudy, who were at one point a couple. And then we have Hot Brunette and the underwear model who thinks he's the elephant man all of a sudden. Uh, they're in the lab and they're like, look at all this shit. This is crazy. All kinds of gunpowder laying around. Okay. Uh, zombies get in. They start rushing the lab. Everybody's freaking out. They find a tunnel that goes underneath the fucking lab into mm-hmm. some catacombs like under like underground on the island so they're like we gotta run in there uh un- the underwear model is like you guys go i'm the yeah. elephant man i can't fucking so the zombies rush him he shoots the gunpowder big explosion oh. boom now this is where we're gonna catch up to our head necromancer in charge oh castillo hermano the castle, the big bad castle brother. Yes, uh, he's the, he's he's still alive yeah. from the 1800s. Wow, uh, he's looks good too. I don't know that he looks good. <laughs> he's got from like the 1800s. I mean, he's seen better days. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he could work on his uh, like a skincare regimen yeah, or yeah, something like that. He's got reality. like a he's got like a leather face <laughs> thing going on, uh, and all of a sudden he's like wearing Greg's face. Yeah, so but you're not supposed to know that. He pops around the corner, and they're like, holy shit, it's Greg! And they're like, look, Greg gives him like one of these, and come over here. But if you notice, Greg all of a sudden is fucking swinging a, uh, a uh, saber like he's like... One of a the, Jedi. Like one of the Corsican brothers. Man. Errol Flynn over here with a fucking Whoa. saber Whoa. killing off the zombies. Okay. Leads them through. Where the, do I sign off? <laughs> leads them through the tunnel to like this weird prison cell chamber. Say something. Say something. Yeah. Greg won't talk all of a sudden. Uh, gets to this weird prison cell. The brunette, unfortunately, gets gang tackled by zombies and taken down. So at this point, we're down to the redhead and the Rudy. And the Rudy and the redhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, Greg, you made it, man. And he's like, yeah, great. And then he just pulls his face off. And oh, just, it wasn't Greg? It was Castle Brother oh, the whole shit. time. What the fuck, Castle Brother? Oh, man, totally screwed me over. Castle Brother's one. pissed, too. He's like, I've never seen somebody make it so far on my island. Oh, man. 
He's got more of a Spanish accent, but that's the only kind of <laughs> yeah, kind of an accent that I know how to do. So they're like, "Oh, you fucker!" So now we get like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, is that how that went?" That's how we're like, "Oh, <laughs> Castle brother, you piece of shit, <laughs> you." you. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> big big sword fight because all of a sudden Rudy and Hot Redhead are also Corsican brothers and they can swing a goddamn cattle saber like they're like it's their job. Right. So <laughs> Castle Brother has to fight off two of these guys. I have a very difficult time calling him Castle, Castle Brother. Brothers, but that is his name in the movie. That's the yes. name of the character, Castillo Hermano. <laughs> So that's what he's dude. It's like a it's like a Matrix thing where he's fucking. He's got like a his own sword and they're swinging like fence posts at him and he's fighting them both up. Stabs the hot redhead, kills her pretty much. That's too bad. Kills her. Uh, she she's like ah, and then we get the slow motion pan of the hot redhead who was wearing a very revealing top, I should add, and I yeah. enjoyed that part. She does a lot of running and a lot yeah. of jumping, and there's a lot of motion there. Uh, Rudy at this point's like. No! And then he stabs Castle Brother, and Castle Brother's like, Ah, you fucking stabbed me! And then Castle Brother dies. So, at this point, Rudy is left alone on the island with the dying Hot Redhead. So he Mm -hmm. decides, I can't let you go, Hot Redhead. I love you too much! So he uh, takes the Hot Redhead back to what I guess is the remnants of the laboratory and hooks her up to whatever the fuck machine or puts something in her. I don't fucking know. And he takes her outside and she's, he's like, well, she's going to wake up. And then we see her wake up and now, but she's a little bit on the zombie side. And then a fucking helicopter lands right in the middle of the shit. And, uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones get out. Yeah. And they're like, I'll make this shit look good. Mm. They're basically like, <laughs> we're taking you back to the mainland. And they put on their shades and like blind Yeah, everything. they give you the, you're, you don't remember anything, you fuck. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, she's, that's pretty much in your movie. And then we get like that monologue from Rudy. He's like, well, I'm going back to the mainland with my hot redhead girlfriend. I don't think she's alive, but she she's wasn't. kind of. Hot. Whatever, she's still hot. <laughs> yeah. So whatever happens from here, we're going to figure it out when we get to. I got to be at work in the morning anyway, so yeah. we'll figure that shit out later, I guess. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. I'm going to animate her later. Oh, this is a bad movie, my friends. Yeah, it is. Summer, I know you love zombie movies. I'm going to tell you to stay away from House of the Dead. Uh, She's probably already seen it. In the in the uh, listener mail segment of the show, we had somebody actually recommend House of the Dead 2. I don't know that I'm that invested in this as a franchise or in this yeah. movie, period, because I don't know that i want to subject myself to round two of this assume i don't know maybe it is better well one of the things they wouldn't take over much. is huh. uh, when when they killed him they cut off his head and he's like still choking yeah yeah dude. that that's an even dumber part because yeah. hot redhead has to fight off a decapitated castle brother yeah who's got his, his head he's got his head like on the ground like i can still fucking see you i'm gonna choke you i'm just like you fucking and then that's when a decapitated Castle Brother kills a uh, hot redhead. Yeah. Because that's, I guess, the kind of zombies that we're dealing with. But if that's the case, why didn't every zombie get back up after they were killed right. and continue to fight? Because that would be some kind of continuity in this asshat storyline. Yeah, it just wasn't in the script. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's <laughs> yeah. bad on various levels. If you like music video montages that go two songs deep. 
this might be a good one for you. But then like three or four game scenes where they're like... Several! Several! We cut to the actual video game with the ammo bar on the side of the screen. That doesn't match the movie we're watching. At all! Yeah. Really has very little to do with anything of the movie. Oh, this is supposed to be in a mine, but it's actually in the house. This is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're actually out on on an island rave. This is supposed (laughs) to be in a castle, but here's an island in the Pacific Northwest and a rave for you. Man. I give up, man. I give up. I can't even with this fucking mm-hmm. movie. This is stupid. This is dumb on various levels. Yes. Two stars on IMDb. I feel two like star, that's... Two stars well deserved. Pretty fucking high, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. I will give it one star, and that's only for the one. boobies. That's only for only for the I boobies. I would have gave it two. You give, you give it two stars. I, I give it two. Explain to me your rationale of the second star. Because I don't understand okay. that. Uh, well, besides the boobies, you got the hot actress, the redhead. Okay. Um, also, not much Howard of an actress. Okay, there. sure. Uh, th- I would say the actor power. Um, actor but, power. I don't know. I just... It's bad. It's it bad. Is. It's, it's a, so it's bad. It's a bad... What's up, Robin? Uh, hey, what's up, Robin? We're about to kill this feed, but um, we're going to tell you now to avoid House of the Dead from 2002. It's a bad fucking movie. Is what I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. The franchise, franchise. There's sequels out there if you really want to go deep. At least four of them. Really? Yeah. Oh fuck no. Yeah, I was looking it up and it said four. I'm how like, does Whoa. how does that get made? Who I don't know. who watches House of the Dead and then greenlights a sequel to this? Yeah. I don't know. I'm done. Know. I'm done. I can't even. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff here in a second.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Yeah. Upon further review, I feel that I may have been a bit unfair in my assessment of House of the Dead. May I just add a, a small anecdote as to why I actually own this movie on disc, on DVD. Yeah. Can I tell you why? It's, yes, not why? On, not Please on, tell me why Not only this. did I do I own this, but I actually saw this in the movie theater when it came out. Oh, I did. Allow me to explain. Now, yes, I know what you're thinking. Do. You're thinking, Darian, you, you've now confessed to seeing this movie at least three times. I think I probably would have tried to see this at the theater if I would have thought about it, but I never did. Allow me to explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 2002. I just got fired from a job that I worked very hard to get. Okay. And my girlfriend, who is now my wife, said, I'm going to cheer you up. I'm going to take you to the movies. See whatever movie you want, which is a an offer she rarely makes. It wasn't a cheerleader movie. It would, no, I get to pick the movie because yeah. I was all bummed out about getting fired. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about anything. So I saw House of the Dead on the marquee. I'm like, shh. Fuck yeah. yeah it's, it's called got, House of the Dead. How, how bad could, could it be? Wrong? Yeah. And then we went and saw it, and then I was even more bummed out. <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> you know? I need some good, you know what, I was to make like, up for this, this one. This is just <laughs> making matters worse, really, at this point. But yeah. uh, And now, and you know, it came out on DVD. I got another job by the time it came out, so I bought it. And now, I, every now and then, I remember that. You saw it at the theater and were bummed out. And when it came out on DVD, you're like, oh, I should buy this. I use it as a sad and pathetic bent, like bookmark of my life of this one horrible That's day that I had. a pathetic bookmark. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, man. But every now and then, I start to feel sorry. I start to say, oh, everything sucks and fucking quarantine and bullshit. So you put on a movie to make yourself feel better? I bet I put on a movie to remember a day that is worse than today <laughs> okay and usually i don't even watch it i just put it on and then go about folding laundry or oh, whatever I'm doing. all right and then i feel better because well, i remember you your buddies hey, watch, you know, i still a have a job you motherfuckers and she's no longer my girlfriend she's my wife so there's That's that beautiful so there's that you goddamn animal are you ready to get into uh, a little dark ride yes we are about to get into episode four no four episode four of dark ride wow the acclaimed netflix series all the way from norway it's blood ride i keep calling it last week i was calling it blood drive now i'm calling it dark ride as blood it's blood ride yeah fuck (laughs) i don't know why i can't seem to figure that out but it's actually blood ride so there's that this week's episode, aptly titled, is called Lab Rats. Now, <sighs> pharmaceuticals. Yeah. We could really use some right about now in the world. We, we as, could. As we know it. Uh, this one has to do with a prototype. It basically that gets stolen during a dinner party. And a uh, pharmaceutical magnate with some very uh, unscrupulous business practices that needs to get it back from his dinner guests. But what type of medical it's an antidepressant antidepressant is what it is which really isn't going to help much during the coronavirus although it would make us all a lot more happy yeah we'd feel better i mean i'm not all that depressed 
I'm not. I go for a run and I feel fine. <laughs> for me, it's like a vacation. You're never depressed, <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, yeah, no, there's that. Um, so what this basically amounts to is like a, a, a very high stakes game of One Night of Werewolf. Have you ever played One Night of Werewolf? Have I? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you have or not. <laughs> basically, it's a liar's game. Uh, you get you get like five, ten, well, like six or seven people in a circle, uh-huh. and you say, "Okay, one of us is a werewolf." You designate the werewolf uh, in private, right. and now it's that guy's job to convince everybody else that you're not that somebody else is the werewolf right. beside him. Uh-huh. And then one by one, you eliminate each other. And usually there's like a little cash pot involved. Yeah. And if you accuse somebody and you're wrong, then you have to leave the circle. Right. This you, one was pretty obvious. This one, you think so? Oh, yeah. I didn't think so. I'll, I'll I thought t- it was I'll somebody tell you else. As, as we go on. Okay, so basically, uh, the, pharma, the, the prototype of the super antidepressant comes up missing. The magnate, has, he's got, uh, what, six people, including his wife at the right. dinner party. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, we start with a quick pat down. Nobody has it. Uh, apparently this thing like the chemical makeup of it is saved on a thumb drive right so it's a thumb drive that we're looking for mm-hmm. um pat down nobody has it strip search still nobody has it then he realizes this thing was taken from my personal safe right so somebody here knows the combination right marches them down to the basement puts them in a gas chamber and says hey the combination to get out of the gas chamber is the same to my uh uh, uh, safety. safety. So yeah. you guys can let yourselves out whenever the thief just punches the code in and you guys can uh-huh. walk out of here or I'm going to guess you fuckers to At death. this point, I narrowed it down to two people. Okay. How, how did you do that? Uh, one, the wife, obviously, because it's her husband. Right. Um, and the second one, the new hot chick. The girlfriend. That he, like, put hands on. Right. The- so that's where I eliminated down to two. Okay. Right at the dinner table. I was thinking we were going to go full Twilight Zone and say it was the black guy who got knocked out and killed. Because that would be the ironic twist. Right. Would be that you could have gotten out of here, but you let your own hatred and animosity for each other get in the way, Uh and you killed the guy that had the fucking code. Right. And then as we go on, I'll tell you how I figured out who it was. All right. Drop the bomb. Okay. The bomb. Okay. So then... Uh, as soon as the one lady says, Hey, why don't we put all our numbers on whatever? Right. And then when we get released, you know, whoever d- puts it in there and then we won't know who it is. I was like, boom, I know exactly who it is. Well, you nailed that one. Yeah. That was, she was that, right. That, was that, that's what gave it away from yeah. me right there. I was like, okay, you did it because you thought of it. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Right on, man. Not a bad show. Uh, still kind of tame, but I guess this is, is what we're, this is what we're getting with Blood Ride. Yeah, I was hoping for more nudity on this one, but uh, I was hoping for less because <laughs> well, that that the chick, the... elderly ladies in the room yeah, who had yeah. to strip down to their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but the chick who like you know was actually guilty. She wasn't too bad. No, not too bad at all. <laughs> right on. That was uh, Blood Ride. Join us next week for next the next episode, uh, episode five. Which is going to be something uh, different, different, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't know I what can't we're doing. remember the name of it. Me neither. We'll figure it out next week, I guess. <laughs> Let us know what you thought of Blood Ride, inmates. The uh, mental health hotline is area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five, or the regular old email at the padded room two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. These aren't bad shows. They're not bad, but. They're not exceptional. They're thirty. It's a thirty-minute anthology. So anybody can watch this. 
They, Check it out. I would I would say this is family friendly. Yeah, yeah, know? it is. Um, it 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 harkens back to the old tales from the crypt, where there's usually like an ironic twist, right, at the end. Um, yeah, well, even this episode, it had a, like a little, you know, hey, this is an asshole boss. Yeah, Let's not much in the gore, in not much in the uh, the nudity. I don't think we've seen any nudity yet. I don't know that there is any. I don't know that they're think so. allowed to show that in Norway now that I think about it. But whatever. Right. It's still not a bad show. Family no, friendly. Not. You can watch this one with the kids. Uh, in the meantime, inmates, I think we need to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? Buddy is down to one job. Can you believe that? He might have actually got to watch a movie or two. I'm not counting on it, but you never know. What are you looking at? Oh, I only got one movie in this week, buddy. Wow, one, huh? Yeah, uh, a busy paint in this fucking room. Uh, planting gardens and doing a bunch of other quarantine busy work that my wife has me doing. It was called Dark Light from 2020. Have you heard of this? No. Just hit Netflix, I believe, earlier this week. Not a bad show. It's got the crazy bitch from Leatherface in it. You remember her? Yeah. Uh, she's in it, plays a single mom, moves to a creepy old house. Okay. Weird stuff happens. I would call this a creature feature. It's not bad until you actually get to see the creature. Oh, that is kind of silly looking, and that's too bad. Yeah, doesn't the explanation doesn't make a lot of sense either? Not that I'm looking for details on this thing. What, what would you give it out of five? Out of five, I'd probably come in at a two and a half. I give it. I go a three. I'll go a three on it. There's some suspenseful moments. Okay, and you don't actually get to see the creature up until about the last. Uh, 20 minutes sometimes that sucks i know but i would like there's illusions because this creepy old house it's rural uh-huh. there's like a big cornfield and a scarecrow okay so there's illusions made that maybe a she's going crazy b uh-huh. it's a ghost or some kind of other supernatural situation oh, okay. but here keeps you under suspense but I'm, I'm just gonna put this out there here's a pet peeve that i have okay okay you're in this rural farmhouse and you're experiencing this bizarro phenomenon right okay now, you you Google it, and you come across a YouTuber who is trying to explain said phenomenon. Ah. Okay, I'm with you so far. Right. What pisses me off is when he lives two doors down, and you walk to his house to talk to him. That's, uh, come okay. on, now. You, you know, that's yeah. that's a bit of a cop-out. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it other than that, but that's something that's that... That's trying to save money on a budget. <laughs> what They even went to the trouble to give the guy a weird accent. Mm. So, But he just happens... You live in the in a corn, middle of a cornfield in the middle of nowhere. It would have been better if it was like the next city or something like that. Show her getting on a plane. Yeah. I'll buy that. I'll take... Or even a bus. You know, you got to yeah. go to fucking the, the city to find this dude. I don't... Right. Whatever. That's something that pissed me off uh, about the movie. Other than that, it's not bad. I'll give it a okay. three out of five. Skulls. That's yeah, okay. If, if we're doing skulls. All right, buddy, what are you looking at this week? Uh, I saw like two episodes of uh, Lock and Key. That's about it. <laughs> I am intrigued by that. I haven't had a chance to start it, it yet. It's a really good flick, and I'm definitely uh, curious on how it ends. Okay. Yeah. All right, based on the Joe Hill graphic novels. Right. I'm psyched 
for that. I'm going to get yeah, into that. It's not too horror related. It's more it's... like a fantasy yeah. thing from what I gather. Yeah. All right. I'm into that. I want to check that out. Let me know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll wait till you finish and then get your your uh, diagnosis. I like it that. so far. Okay. Well, that's good news. How about a little immersion therapy there, mm-hmm. hot stuff? Yeah. Immersion therapy. Super dark times, buddy. Yeah. What would you think of this business? Um, not bad. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't know that I'd call it a horror movie. More like a crime suspense thing. Yeah. But it harkened back to me to those high school days. And I don't know that kids have that anymore. That, that that area where you don't have any fucking money. Right. Nobody's parents want you hanging around their house. So you just go somewhere and you got nowhere to go and nothing. So you just go. And I, you I just, think that's like our, our era. Yeah. But I mean, nowadays it's like, whose house can I go game on? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, I'm not leaving this room because YouTube and Wi-Fi and P- PSN and Netflix. Yeah. It, it wasn't there. It wasn't. And I think no. the, I, I can't be for sure. You're in trouble. Go to your room. I'm like, okay. I think this movie <laughs> actually took place like in the 90s or something like yeah. that. Like these kids would be probably about our age now. Right. So that that kind of hark. That's you know something I'm a little nostalgic because that was something right. I did. Same here. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just well, let's go over to his house. Yeah, okay. For, for me, when I was younger, it was hey, uh, you know, you're supposed to you know to make money, and you're younger. Obviously, you know, you're un- younger than like you know 14 or whatever. Right. You you go and pick blackberries or something like that. So what I would do with my friends is, hey, let's go pick blackberries in quotation marks, and let's just go have fun out in the blackberry bushes and yeah. like, fuck around with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was about it. There, man. there was no game system that we no. all played on. And no. I my parents would actually. Uh, this is unthinkable today. My parents would actually kick me out of the house mm-hmm. yeah hey you've been playing akari warriors for two hours go what yeah. am i supposed to i lived in a neighborhood with no other kids what am i supposed to do i don't care just go outside go right, right now yeah. and then i would just go and fucking i don't know go <laughs> find some junk to kick <laughs> hey, yeah. so, hey there's some weeds i'm gonna go sit in them <laughs> <laughs> right Take what, to do? Just starts, like, what, fuck I, what do you and... want me to do i can't even make fr- number one i'm terrible at making friends number two there isn't even any other kids here <laughs> for me yeah for it? me to even <laughs> stand in the vicinity of all right i guess i'll just walk laps around the block <laughs> right if anybody wants to abduct me i'm really bored right now <laughs> hopefully you're hot blonde six foot i mean life. you know i don't know if there's any human traffickers running around here but here i am you could really do with some traffic <laughs> <laughs> lots of it i really enjoyed super dark times i'm yeah, glad um, it was very suspenseful it was it's the age-old tale of the the kids that accidentally kill one of their friends and then panic right. and don't know what to do i'm glad we got out of that formula because we stayed there for about an hour yeah after that more kids started coming up dead and yeah. then we kind of cycled into what was going on cycled into a real horror movie yeah which i which is something i dug i don't want to see just these kids panicking and freaking out right saw enough of that in river's edge and uh bully 
and mm-hmm. thousands of other teenage drama, yeah. crime dramas. This actually got right into it. Yeah, I'm into that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, buddy. Uh, Kevin actually picked this one. Yeah, Good stuff, you, Kevin. Kevin. We're yeah, into that. You. What do you got for us this week, buddy? All right, this week let's check out 2015's The Vatican Tapes. It's uh, on Netflix, and it stars about a priest and two Vatican exorcists must do battle with an ancient satanic force to save the soul of a young woman. If Monica was here, she would blow you so hard. Oh, yes, She please. loves that movie. <laughs> she would just muff dive you. Check that out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we need to educate Miss Monica. We have no Miss Monica to educate. No, no. Educating Miss Monica. So I will be and take- nobody guessed her. Uh, no, I don't know that I got it either. I don't even remember what her clues were now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll got one co- more week to, li- to We'll catch up with that. In the meantime, you're going to have to educate me, inmates. Mm-hmm. I uh, took all my posters down from that particular wall, so I'll have to come up with something else. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I am a uh, down-and-out doctor that uh, loves to write prescriptions for myself and uh, also likes to uh, have sex with prostitutes. Oh. And... Um, I just got a possible big money offer. What I need to do is proclaim somebody clinically insane so that her business partners can take over uh, her assets. And um, yeah, and that includes a lot of assets. And she, I have to go and assess her in her home. And uh Yeah. The things might get a little weird from there because, yes, it's a weird home that she lives in. And she may be crazy or I may be crazy because I am a drug addict or maybe there is something more to this story altogether. So think about that, inmates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I think my little uh, synopsis there is actually better than the movie. <laughs> Not that I think about it. I know, it. I forget what the movie is. Like, oh, fuck. Think yeah. about that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a crazy drug addict uh, doctor who uh, likes prostitutes and other stuff. Uh, think about that, inmates. We'll I'll fill you in next week. I don't. I, good luck. Figuring this one or Phil. I'll, I'll do both. I'll put, I'll put my gloves on because there's coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. All right, inmates. Thank you again for joining us. We do have a Patreon campaign running. Five dollars will buy you the month of June, which is wide open. Contribute at patreon.com slash padded room pod. Find the link at padded room podcast.com. Much easier. Don't try to be a hero and go to Patreon. We're not uh, searchable there because we like to cuss. And yes. yell, yell at Uwe Boll, which he deserves. Um, all of our <laughs> other shows you can find at paddedroompodcast.com. Join us. Uh, subscribe on YouTube if you get a chance. Like, yes, comment, please. subscribe wherever you found the show. That will help our visibility. Anything you can do for us, we greatly appreciate in that realm. We love you guys. We love you, man. What do you think about that? Yes. Or is that awkward? Well, we just said it and we meant it. For Buddy, 
Miss Monica and Absentia, uh, Uwe Boll, weird movies that don't make a goddamn lick of sense, even though you want them to. Fast running zombies, high jumping zombies, pole vaulting zombies, for Christ's sakes. Right. Uh, black backgrounds and crystal skulls and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. 2008 calling. First time.